Nathan, I stayed up way too late last night. Doing doing what? So I was reading. My son slept, walked, oh. got him back to bed, turned on the tube, and uh, the Rise of Skywalker was on. And yeah, he doesn't like that one. That it was game over for me. So what do you mean? What do you mean? He has a, he has a disappointed face like, on his face. You you sat up and watched it. Yeah, I did. Oh, but wait, did you sit at the table at the kitchen counter and watch oh, sure. it on the yeah. on that TV? So Not... you, you watched it uncomfortably. Yes, <laughs> I did. and with commercials. And well, with commercials. <laughs> but I I sit I stand in the kitchen a lot of times, and while I'm while I'm standing watching, I'll stretch out and just do stuff, puts mm. puts around a little bit. But I stand there and I do I stretch out and and I'll so wander off and go do that. Stood there and watched. No mm-hmm. wonder you weren't sleepy because you weren't sitting. Yeah, no. She right. sat on the couch. So, just completely disregarding the fact that you sat at your kitchen counter and watched Rise of Skywalker with commercials. That's what I said. Is it nah. is it sleepwalked or slept walk or slept walked? I was wondering, he was like, wait, wait, you just keep going. I'm like, there's going to be some smart butt question later that comes in this. Yeah. I thought it was more going to be of why why nope. Rise of Skywalker. No, nope. I, I wanted to... Get the scene in my head and make sure that that is exactly what you did. And hopefully you would find the shame in it. <laughs> he is he talking like to the... me right now? Yeah, and I'm ignoring him. <laughs> it's Star Wars. It doesn't he, matter. He doesn't oh, like the no. new ones. Remember, we've had this discussion. He's it, all bougie it about it. because it's, it's, it's all line. over the place. Yeah. Where I'm like, I cried at the last one. Welcome to another episode of the My College Story Podcast. I am Miranda Davis. And I'm Brian Motto. And today we have another one of our lovely alums, Ty Evans. Yay, Ty! It is good to see you. Good to see y'all. I love your bright colored green shirt. It's very you. Mm -hmm. You think? You came in like, Ty! Gotta stand out. I'm back. That's right. (laughs) She's back. All right, Ty graduated in 2018. A whopping almost four years ago. That was a long time ago. So long. So long. Does she it was... feel like a long time? Yeah, it feels like decades ago. Yeah. Lots it's... changed around here. I know. It's awesome. She. I'm she... coming back to high school. Surprise. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Come on. What are you going to teach? What are you going to teach? future plans. <laughs> no, I'm coming back as a student. <laughs> oh, okay. Re- repeating senior year. Yes, okay. exactly. Am I, right. allowed, am I allowed to say she looks too old? Well, she, so she said earlier she was she was asking me about kids and she goes, "Who is that? Is that so and so sister? Who is that?" And I was like, "These kids were eighth grade when you were seniors, yeah. and now they're seniors." She's like, "I'm getting wrinkles being here. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. really being, having wrinkles. I really am. It's crazy. <laughs> Old and irrelevant. You really do just get irrelevant oh. once you graduate from here. <laughs> Old and irrelevant. That's a that's a quote for the quote board." <laughs> When you graduate we'll, from we'll here, old down. and irrelevant. Oh my goodness, you are not old and irrelevant, Ty. Just old. Yeah. All right. So Ty uh, graduated in 2018, like we said. She um, was one of our faves. She was in our office all the time. She personally was one of my faves because she had hang out with me all the time. My first year, you weren't scared of me. I was the new person. Was that your first year? was my first year. Wow. And I completely posted, noted your office. Yeah. That picture popped up the other day. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that was an inter- entertaining year for sure with Ty and friends. All the sushi deliveries to the school. 
oh, in yes. us every day, all the time. Things we miss, Ty. Things we miss. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Why are we talking to Ty today, Mr. Motto? Or Ty Ty, as we like to call Be- her. Because she's Ty Ty. Um, I think a variety of reasons, but I think one, the main one for me really is just that you've gone off, you've done such an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Um, every time we have talked to you, communicated with you since you've left, the enthusiasm about being in school in a new place, you, you went out of the comfort zone, right? You went mm-hmm. seven hours away? Eight now that my Eight. mom moved. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're you're one of the one of our students who, and and we do have a lot of students that go mm-hmm. away from Texas. But you went out. You you ventured. You, you took that challenge, and you've just embraced it. Yeah. And you said love school from someone who didn't love being at school. That's true. Is now someone who loves school. Yes, that is very true and very crazy. I think just. The environment and going somewhere where I was extremely out of my comfort zone, didn't know anyone at the school, um, no alumni, All Saints alumni were there. Um, it was a new experience and I just soaked up every second of it and just yeah. loved it. Which she says it's out of her comfort zone, but I don't think she's ever met a stranger. Well, no. I no. mean, and it's really, I, I say comfort zone. It's not out of your comfort zone because you're just up for anything. I mean, yeah, just out of the the normal, yeah. you know, four mm-hmm. or five hour kind of range that a lot of our students typically stick in. Yeah. So, love it. So, okay. Where did you go to school? I went to Mississippi. <laughs> it took me a minute. Oh, yeah. I was talking to you. Sorry. I was looking at Miss Davis, but the question was to you. I go to Mississippi State University in Starkville. Starkville, Mississippi. Do I really sound like that? No, I'm okay. exaggerating. Well, a lot of people tell me anytime I come back to Texas, they're like, where have you been? You sound <laughs> so country. You have been in the boonies somewhere. Like, welcome back. Get your voice back. That sounds way too country. But um, yeah, so I'm at Mississippi State in a tiny little town in Starkville. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people go to Ole Miss. That's our rival. Um, we're a little bit uh, further south i hope that's correct i think we're south i'm directionally challenged but um it's completely different night and day we're like an ag-based school um Mm -hmm. so we the student a lot of the students do vet medicine and agriculture and we have a great business school but um a lot of people go there for the ag programs yeah awesome and so let's see we were looking this up before we started how many schools did you apply to 10. Okay. Um, all over. <laughs> all over. All Literally. over. Really all over. Um, I applied to SMU, A&M, OU, Ole Miss, University of South Carolina, Alabama, Oklahoma State, Mississippi State, Villanova, and SCAD. I mean, one or two. <laughs> all over and very different schools. In yeah. Very, too. I mean, very different. Gotta, I feel like you can tell. Some that are similar. Yeah. You know, SMU and Villanova kind of probably have the same... Same sort of feel, but then SCAD's totally out there. Then you've got yeah. some big state schools. So, I mean, you're all Yeah, over. you can you tell by my list. categorize them pretty well, though. You, but you can tell by my list. I didn't really know what I wanted in a school. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, and I think a lot of that was because I was pulling ideas from other people in my mm-hmm. class and saying, like, oh, they're applying there. Maybe I should apply there. Maybe that school would be a good fit. And 
I mean, my head was all over the place and you can tell that just by my list. <laughs> I didn't know where I wanted to be. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was hoping that me applying and getting in and like with research, it would just like come to me, like yeah. fall from the sky. Just you're supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. So, so looking back now, this part of your journey, what would you, how, how would you fix that instead of just kind of haphazardly throwing things out? What would you, what, what would you do differently for that part of this process? I think definitely being more intentional, um, with applying. Um, I think I was really, once I got a few acceptances back, it does feel really good to get accepted into a school. And I was addicted to that feeling. I was like, maybe I should apply to these really prestigious schools and see if I'm capable of that. It was just this validation that just felt really good to get from the school um, whenever you got that response. Um, But I would definitely say like doing the research, figuring out really what I wanted to do, where I wanted to be, and um, if they had the program I was interested in Mm -hmm. before applying to a bunch of random schools. Um, And not all of them are random, but I definitely think some of the schools on my list, I look back now and I'm like, I I would have never ended up there. Mm -hmm. And I could have told you that as yeah. a senior, but I just wanted to have options. And I was so scared. I was going to, it was going to come down to the last, you know, week before graduation. I wasn't going to have a school to go to. I was so scared of that. But, um, I'm really glad everything worked out the way it did because, yeah. you know, I felt really good after I got into A&M, which was like my dream school mm-hmm. for all through high school, but it, it wasn't where I was supposed to end up. So, yeah. cause it was between A&M and Ole Miss, right? A&M and Mississippi State. Mississippi State. That's what I said. Oh, Miss. I meant Mississippi State. Sorry. My bad. I apologize. Yeah. But yeah, so. Mississippi State and A&M. Because you had a cookie reveal. Wasn't that how you did mm-hmm. it? Yeah. yeah. So I was just waiting for my response from A&M. Mm-hmm. And then um, I found out I got into A&M. And it, it wasn't blend team. I knew blend team was going to be part of it. If I did get into A&M and I got blend team, it probably would have been somewhat mm-hmm. of a deciding factor. I didn't really want to do blend team. Um. But I went back to Mississippi State and then went back to A&M. And it was just came down to a feeling. It came down to the program I was in. And I was honestly just wanted to try something new and do something different. And, you know, at All Saints, you're in this bubble. And um, you try, like, I tried so hard in high school, just, like, fit in. Don't stick out too far and don't, you know, mm-hmm. fit in too much. Just, like, be in your lane. But you also just, like, want to be with the crowd and do what everyone else is doing. And so that was the first time all through high school where I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to make this decision for me yeah. and not for Sally Sue mm-hmm. or my mom mm-hmm. or anyone else in my family. I'm doing it for me. Yeah. And it was rewarding. I mean, like, I love Mississippi State. <laughs> A ton. <laughs> A ton. So, okay, you just talked about um, your major a very little bit. You didn't tell us what it was. So... Talk to us about that. What what are you studying and how did you really come to to want to be in that major and and what are what does the future look like there? So I'm in the international business program at Mississippi State. So I'm getting two degrees. It's a five year program, but I'm graduating in four. Um, So I'll get a degree in Spanish and then I'll get a degree in marketing with concentrations in supply chain management and international business. It's a mouthful. (laughs) It's a lot to say, but um, it's great. The program, it's very, very small. You have to be invited to the program. I think that was something that really Mm -hmm. enticed me. Um, I didn't apply for this program, but then they invited me to it. And then um, 
after research, I was like, this is great. This is awesome. You can get two degrees in five years. And I was planning on doing it in five and then ended up staying in Starkville every summer to do classes. And, um, but the, the program is, you know, a lot of Spanish classes, a lot of business curriculum and, um, so are you fluent yet? Yes. Well, I I am, I would say I'm fluent after going to Mexico. Mm -hmm. Um, I had the opportunity to go to Mexico and study abroad, um, while also working and doing an internship. It was like a dual type program. Um, and that was probably the first time I've used Spanish in like real life conversation Mm -hmm. outside of my classes, but Mississippi state a lot, like all saints did when I was here, their Spanish classes are taught completely in Spanish. Mm -hmm. So that helps you pick things up because you don't know how to do your assignments or anything (laughs) if you don't understand the instructions. Mm -hmm. You really, it's easier to pick up whenever you're using it in your classes as well. But yeah, I would say I'm definitely more confident using my Spanish now. Nice. That's That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. And so for most international business programs, Mm -hmm. language is part of that requirement, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. So the reason I applied to University of South Carolina is because they have one of the top international business programs. There's a setup similar to Mississippi State's in that you get a degree in a foreign language and then a, a business degree of your your choice. Um, but yes, most of them require you to be fluent um, and proficient in a language and then also go abroad to a country that uses that language. Hmm. And so where did you go? I went to Mexico, San Miguel, Mexico. So the middle of Mexico, um, really the middle, like smack dab in the middle of Mexico. What did you do while you were there? Was it just a a job or an internship? Was it classes and an internship? Was it through Mississippi State? What did that look like for you? So it was in a way through the program because it is a requirement, Mm -hmm. but um, it was with a startup business out of Dallas, um, Louisville. And, um, and then I was in Mexico helping like implement and integrate their products over to the Mexico market. And, um, at the same time was getting, you know, I wasn't working every day. So I was getting to learn about the culture in Mexico and, um, experience that, that I've, I've never done before. That's awesome. That was a lot of fun. That's really cool. So random. So could you have picked different routes where like you could do French or you could do what other language options did you have? So people in my program, a lot of people do German, French, Mandarin. Um, The Mandarin group is actually growing a lot. We do have a lot of people join and accept their invitation to the program freshman year and then realize the foreign language, they they can't handle it. Mm -hmm. It is a lot. Um, But I would say Spanish, French, and German are the three biggest groups of Mississippi State. Mandarin's trying to grow, mm-hmm. and I think that that's awesome. Mandarin yeah. is really cool. I wish I could learn that, but um, Spanish was just the easiest for me to pick up mm-hmm. doing it at All Saints and then yeah. transitioning to college classes. Very cool. Nice. Very cool. So what, while you're on campus, what else have you been involved in? So I did the sorority thing. Um, I rushed Zeta at Mississippi State. Um, I wasn't super involved in that after my freshman and sophomore year. Um, I went inactive. I just knew my priorities weren't in the sorority thing, which, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I'm, 
I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like a yeah. lot of people do get super involved, but I just had other priorities and my program was um, a lot of hours, a lot of schoolwork, a lot of studying. So I didn't have time to put in as much dedication in my sorority. So I did that. Um, I do International Business Society, which is basically every member of our program um, organizing meetings. I was I did exec for that, working with our program director, um, also recruiting students that are in high school to come to Mississippi State and then potentially join our program. Um, Spanish club, you know, just the usual. Mm-hmm. And then I also had a, I have a full-time job as well. So oh, I just have a full-time job on the side. <laughs> just a lot of, a lot of hours in classes and then, um, also working. So very busy. Working? I work at an apartment complex in Starkville. I worked my way up. I started as a part-time office worker, um, this past summer, um, doing property management, helping with that. And now I'm doing resident management. So kind of like the Karen, um, <laughs> resident <I> have to <laughs> make sure everyone's staying in check and staying in line. Um, and kind of like work as a landlord and maintain the property. That's... And it's a lot of work, but I'm serious. I've learned more in this job than I, than I have, um, ever, I, than I expected, honestly. So, okay. You work full time. Mm-hmm. You go to class full time. Mm-hmm. You've done a five-year program in four years. Mm-hmm. And How's, she's in clubs. And she's, yeah. And she's doing other stuff. Uh, so what was the secret to kind of managing your time and figuring all that out? Okay. Well, I'll tell you right now, I did not have it figured out my freshman year at all. There was a lot of sleeping, um, (laughs) too much sleeping. I I didn't really go to classes. I didn't take my classes very seriously. Um, but after my first semester, I just really was like, I've got to get it in check. Um, this transition is taking too long. Like I know I'm, I'm happy here. I want to be here. I just need to, you know, force myself to do these things that it takes to be responsible. So well, come to Jesus um, meeting with I yourself. Did. I, I really did. Go. And, um, after that, I just prioritized, like I said, I said, you know, is this sorority thing really going to advance me in my professional career? And for some people, they might say, yes, it will for them. But for me, I, in my program and the other things I was involved in were more important to me. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I'm going to step back from that. I'm going to step back from, you know, doing the whole social life that you do as a freshman and going out every night. And I'm, I'm going to go focus on these other things. Um, so really just prioritizing that and the things that I felt were important for the future, not the moment I was in. And it took a lot of sacrificing. It really did. Yeah. But you're a social butterfly. I mean, I wouldn't go back and change any of the decisions I made at all. Yeah. They were all learning experiences. I just constantly got involved in things and put myself out there. And it never, I never regretted it whenever I did that. So, yeah. I, like I, I think, yeah, I like that because you're very much, you were very much, you wanted to be involved in all the things. You mm-hmm. wanted to be in all the clubs and do all the stuff. And which I think, just taking it to that next level where you don't have your mom going, okay, you need to do this, or you have that that normal schedule, everyday life, and you having to prioritize that you don't have to, you know, sacrifice your social life. You just do it in a different way. Mm-hmm. 
I like, I like that you kind of like came to that realization of like, okay, I can still be social, but how is this going to benefit me in the yeah. long run? That's yeah. great. And so proud. And you don't have to sacrifice everything and you don't have yeah. to sacrifice every day, but it's just, I mean, like one little thing at a time, I just began to change, um, just my priorities and what was important to me. And by doing that, it flowed over and I actually had more time to do things. I picked up a job and, um, made new friends, made new network connections and, um, my grades got better. And I mean, it really does trickle to everything. If you just slowly prioritize the things that are important and that are going to progress you into your successful life (laughs) to where we are now. (laughs) So did you have any other, did you, it was Mexico your only study abroad or did you have other internships or study abroad that you did? That was all I did. Um, and that was just this past year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have applied to a few positions, um, once I graduate and Mm -hmm. the training is abroad, which is super interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, one company I applied for, they send you to training in Germany, but they have other locations. Um, Germany obviously is not the language. I don't speak German, but they have a factory in Mexico. So there is a potential that I could, you know, accept a position and then do training in a different country country, or even work part-time in a different country and back and forth from the United States. So I'm hoping that wasn't my last travel opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping I can find a job that yeah. I kind of get the best of both worlds. Nice. I have no Super doubt fun. you will. You'll yeah. find one. Again, and like I, you said, you put you're, you're not afraid to put yourself out there. So. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes a little too much, but yeah. <laughs> no shame. No shame. No shame. No shame. All right. So if you're graduating here, what in May? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yay! Yay! Um. So what? It, what are your future plans besides, is it like getting a job? Are we going for a master's? What's the plan? What's the um, to be honest, I have no clue. And awesome. I'm a very last minute decision making person. So I'm going to just figure it out as we go. But I am graduated in May. I'm looking into grad programs. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's a path I'm going to go down. It might be like I, I go work for a few years and then go to grad school. I don't even know if I want to do any more school. Um, but I am applying for jobs at the same time. Awesome. I am a girl who always has to have a backup plan. Always. Okay. Always a plan B. Always. Um, and I don't know if that's wishful thinking or I'm just a negative thinker. I, I think that's like, smart planning. Smart planning. That's what we'll call it. Yeah. You, always, you can't so, yeah. always go with plan A. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing. But we'll see where the wind yeah. takes me. You'll be great wherever <laughs> you end up. Thank you. Or you could always come teach Spanish. You never know. This is true. Hey, you never know. This is very true. You I have mean, some business classes now too. I mean, yeah. just you teach some business. Cl- you want to teach integrated media with me? We can do it together. That would be fun. You can do it in Spanish. I don't know if I'll the kids would learn anything. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't we'll know if we could get anything done. You know, we'll figure it out. Okay, are you ready for some words of wisdom? How how's your wisdom? You got you got any wisdom? Uh, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. So these are just a couple of questions we always ask alum just to kind of like throw out some advice for people who are either about to start applying to college, who are applying to college, stuff like that. So what is one thing that you would go back and change about your 
college story? Um, I mean, I say when I look back, like I wouldn't change anything, mm-hmm. but I would definitely tweak some things. Um, in the whole process of applying and searching for colleges um, senior year, I think that I focused so much about what other people wanted for me and mm-hmm. what other people's opinions would be if I chose certain schools. And that does not matter. You yeah. can be successful and go to any university. That The university does not define you. And as long as you're happy and you're proud of the decision you make at the end of the day, then what other people think really doesn't matter. There, So many people were so confused why I chose Mississippi State over my dream school that I talked about every single day in the mm-hmm. college advising office. Like, to Mr. Motto, like, do you think I'm going to get in? Like, do you think I'm going to hear back today? And, um, and I mean, sometimes, like, plans change. Like, things happen, and other people don't have to understand your decisions. And I think I was so caught up in that. Like, I had to explain myself to everyone. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. If, if you make your decision and you're happy, then go to your school, be successful, and, like, who cares what anyone else thinks? Round of applause. Literally yes. couldn't have said it better ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, you also understand high school students. Like it's, it's also like a fit in thing and it's, mm-hmm. it's a, um, it's a status thing. Easier like said what, than done. Yeah. Definitely easier said than done. It's like certain schools have certain reputations and, and then smaller schools get this kind of rap that they're not as good as some of these schools that or have great football teams or, you know, I don't know, like just yeah. having a great football team makes your school equals good education. It, it, it was incredible, just, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like my brother went to Alabama and I was convinced it was just cause they had a good football team, but, um, <laughs> I don't know. It, I just think that there was a lot of different things that, you know, came into play when mm-hmm. it came to choosing a university at the end of the day. And some people are not going to understand why you're, list of what things you wanted in a university do not line up with theirs and that's okay Mm -hmm. they're going to be different love it (laughs) i love it i wrote it down all the quotes all the quotes for the quote board you're officially you've gone on the quote board at least twice now where's the quote so we say it's in the office yeah i have to go see it we say a lot of what you said Mm -hmm. and so to those listening out there i promise that we did not no, prompt, prompt her, her. with any of that stuff. So th- that was <laughs> offered freely. That's right. Because it's so true. Only the truth comes out. <laughs> All right. Second piece of advice. What would you, what piece of advice would you give a student ready to begin their college story? So that could either be freshman coming in, freshman, sophomore, junior, or a senior who is maybe when they're listening to this, either waiting for applications to come back or about to start the process as a junior or an early senior getting in that craziness? Okay. Um, I think the most important thing is that in this process, more than ever, it is important to be completely yourself, be unique, stand out, um, especially whenever you start applying. You want something about your application to scream like, whoa, this is different. We haven't read anything like this. And um, for me, that was in my college essays. I think my college essays were the first time in my life I've ever been that open and like that vulnerable and honest. But it, I mean, it worked out in the long run. Um, I got into the schools I wanted to get into. And um, I think they made me stand out for sure. 
So don't be afraid to tell your story if you have that story and, um, and don't be scared to, and don't be scared to reach. I applied to a few reach schools. Um, and there were definitely days I had doubts for sure. I was like, I'm not cut out for this. There's no way I'm going to get into this school. Um, but everything works out the way it's supposed to. It really does. Um, man, it's like, she's quoting exactly what we say all the time. (laughs) They didn't pay me to do this. I just, these are things I wish I would have listened to back when they told me these things, but, um, yeah, everything will work out. And then just, you know, doing those things, um, that will look good on the resume, resume, making those sacrifices like I have had to do in college. Like maybe you don't go do something with your friends every weekend, but instead go to the SPCA and volunteer and just like maybe get some service hours, just making those sacrifices that you know in the long run are going to help your future. I promise it's worth it. But I think you sit here as an absolute prime example of sometimes doing those things a, you enjoy it more than you think you're going to. Mm-hmm. And B, who knows what doors yeah. those mm-hmm. opportunities are going to lead to. I mean, yeah. like you said, you got this job and you were just kind of in the office doing stuff. And now you're mm-hmm. basically running the office. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. And you're constantly networking. The moment you apply to that school, and even the moment you leave your house, like, and you're saying your name to someone, you were always networking. Said, I went to... Said like a true business <laughs> student right there. Right. I went to a school, you know, in, in Mississippi. I'm from Texas. And little did I know that was going to just create this huge spider web of networking because I'm meeting people from Texas. We relate because we're from Texas. I go to school at state. I'm meeting alumni. You're meeting people who work and live in Mississippi. Um, you know, it's you're constantly networking. So when you put your name out there, you're going to want to be proud of that name Mm -hmm. by doing the things that make you proud of that name. Mm -hmm. So just putting in that extra work and making yourself unique and standing out and being confident. And obviously this doesn't happen overnight. It really doesn't. It took me a really long time to figure all of this out and to finally like be confident, um, in myself and like how far I've come. Mm -hmm. Um, but every single day you can do a little thing or work a little bit at something and it will help you in the long run. Wow. I've seen a 180 from Ty Ty so 2018. Going back to <laughs> the original question you asked me, why are mm-hmm. we talking to Ty? <laughs> there it is. Because mm-hmm. I mean, so you talked about your essays. I One, I could write, rewrite your essay because it was so good because you did such a great job. And mm-hmm. I will never forget when we read it, because it was my first year, and I was like, essays, oh, what have I gotten myself into? But you did such a great job, and I'll never forget when I came back and I was like, hey, we read your essay, and it was, we, I don't think we had any edits. Like, yeah, it wasn't a lot. Of, we I were mean, like, like maybe some grammar stuff, it was but that great. was it. And just like your face of like, like you were expecting us to be like, you need to change this, you need to yeah. do that, da, da, da. But just like your like you didn't have confidence in yourself at that point, but yeah. seeing you now and how crazy confident you are in your decisions and what you're doing and you're going to figure it out as long the way. It's like, ugh, I love it so much. Makes my little mama duck heart happy. Cause you just, you owned it and you did all made all these crazy decisions that I'm sure when you were deciding between staying close to home to your mom, cause you, you and your mom are best friends yeah. and I love yeah. to stay, do all the things together. And then moving seven hours away, you did such a big thing and it's changed you so much. I'm yeah. so proud. 
No, and I definitely don't think I could sit here and and be as confident as I am if I didn't take that leap and go yeah. away and, you know, not stay in my little neck of the woods mm-hmm. over here in Texas. You know, um, <laughs> I went I went away and I, I really, when I tell you I knew no one, like I went to that program the summer before. Yeah, because you I started just graduated. in July. Yeah, so I just graduated. I moved up there early. I was going to take some classes, just get, get um, acclimated with the campus. And, I mean, I walked in, I knew no one the first day. Yeah. So, um, but then you started the first day of the fall semester with a, with a massive group of friends because you met all these people during the summer. Yeah. It was a great decision, but I mean, leaps are scary. I I was terrified Mm -hmm. driving to Mississippi with my mom, with my car packed up. I was like, okay, is it too late to turn around? Like, (laughs) are we sure we're going to do this? But I mean, like I, it pays off. It really does. Um, I'm so confident now just in making those decisions that are a little bit scary, but yeah. I know that they're beneficial for my future. Yeah. Going to Mexico was a little bit scary, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. beneficial. And I, yeah. I love it. I've just, I've never, like I said, I've never regretted a decision that was a leap or a little bit scary or a little bit uncomfortable because that's the only way you can grow. It really is. I love, I love her. <laughs> love you. All right. Well, I mean, I have nothing else that we could possibly talk about. She's literally covered all the things. Love it. <laughs> Any, yep. anything I'm just else sitting here can... smiling. No, I can't even, I don't even know. It's, yeah, it's awesome to see you, yeah. like everything Miss Davis said, just, and it doesn't surprise us in the least, Not by the all. way. It doesn't surprise we us. We saw just, that. We yes. saw all this before uh-huh. you knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Future. What's it called? Um, Crystal ball? Yes. What are those people called? Fortune, Fortune tellers. Fortune tellers. <laughs> I just had a people mind blank. I've been things in the, in the yes, place. yes. We're That's fortune hot. tellers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're more um, future predictors. Is that the same future. thing? Sure. Just in a yeah, different. A sure. Okay. Why not? Anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming in because your mom doesn't live here anymore. And so you made a special trip. Yes. To see your aunt. And get, get some Don Juans. And get that's, some Don Juans. Okay. Well, that's, that's the, the real, real reason. reason she came that's to the real reason. It's but, fine. You know. It's fine. We understand that. And the campus is awesome. If, y'all, if yeah. you're an alum and you haven't been on the campus, you need to come check it out. It's really cool. Yeah. It's changed a lot since you were here. Yes. Did you get to walk around everywhere yet? Not yet. I'm about to go to the lower school, though. Yeah. Lower school in Bond. <gasps> I want to see the igloo. What's it called? Yeah. The Exploring. Science Exploring. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just walk over there, find Miss Smith, and be like, walk me around, Miss Smith. <laughs> She'll definitely walk you around. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We're so happy to see yeah, you. Yeah, thank you all for inviting me. Yeah. Thank you, Ty. Anytime. Anytime. You want to swing by, Tyler. Okay. You're great. more than welcome. <laughs> all right. Well, that is it with Ty today. Thanks for listening to another lovely episode of the My College Story podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ASES College. And thanks for listening to another episode. Beautiful. That was awesome. Great job. Thank you.